Before we kick this show off, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Under Pressure Outdoors is brought to you in part by Hasmore Outdoor Products. Hasmore Outdoor Products manufactures quality replacement seats for a multitude of climber brands as well as a host of other products built with the hunter in mind. Take it from us. Your butt will thank you and you'll be able to spend more hours in your stand. Hop over to their website by clicking on the link in the podcast description and order the tree stand trick out kit for your stand today and you'll have everything you need to hunt longer and harder. Make sure you use code UPO15 at checkout to get 15% off your next order. I'm your host, Will Krebs, and this is the Under Pressure Outdoors Podcast. We're going to talk about our season itself on uh, our first public land in Florida. Not really our first, um, our first real full season dedicated to public land only in Florida. And then uh, we're going to talk about what we did wrong. Then we're going to talk about what we can do to improve next season. Some goals you got for 2023-24 season. Yes, sir. I don't intend to, I'll tell you right now, I don't intend to just hunt public land in Florida next year. No, we're definitely branching outside. Well, don't forget, we're going to Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. Don't forget that. I've got friends in Tennessee. You're my eyes and ears over there. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Pretty good. We'll see. Oh, yeah, that's right. Charlie's going to be in Tennessee, too. Not that we're either one of them are going to hunt where we're going to hunt, but I bet AJ, we get AJ to go scout there for us. The same WW maybe we hunted last time? Yeah. 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 Well, Charlie's not going to be far from there. Oh, no, Charlie's going to be right over by it? Mm-hmm. Right down the road. 10, 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. That's nice. So, won't be bad. I did some research on that place, too, so that way I need to go. Bring that mic in right up to your yeah. face like you're trying to eat ice cream. Put it in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lift the speaker. I'm sure everybody does that. So, before we get started, though, we've got uh, some current event stuff coming up. Uh, That's right. We had the last small game hunt coming up on the 21st of January, so you'll be getting this podcast on, what's today? The 5th? So, the 9th? Yeah. Uh, so, you'll have about a couple couple more weeks before... Seminole Forest. Seminole Forest. That's a jam up one. Don't miss it, man. It's looking like between going and interested... Now, you know, half the people that say they're interested, we don't know if they're actually going to go. Between going and interested, we're looking at like 50 people. What what date is it again? Twenty first of January. Twenty first. You better 21st. be there. I'm I'm gonna try. No, there ain't no trying. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best. I there is no bring try. the old yeah. Bring Only the old lady do. with you. Well, I gotta make sure she goes out of town in January for work. That's when she starts back going out of town. And if she's coming back that weekend, then I definitely won't be able to go because I won't. I wouldn't have seen her for a week. So you know, it's, bring her with you. She, she's not into that thing, and that that's okay. More for me. Make it a date. Pack her a nice picnic lunch. Cook up a fresh squirrel. Uh, yeah. It's just what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fun. And then, uh, so after that, there's the um, 
Ducks Unlimited, uh, Villages Chapter Banquet on, was that March 21st? Yes. Uh, yeah. You can still buy tickets through Under Pressure Outdoors uh, at an individual ticket price. All the money is going directly to the Ducks Unlimited chapter. But uh, if you buy your ticket through Under Pressure Outdoors at the same price, we're not making any money, we're just acting as a pass-through, you will then be seated at a table that's set aside for people who bought tickets through, through Under Pressure Outdoors. So your chances of buying a ticket and then sitting next to somebody you know are much higher uh, than if you just bought an individual ticket. That sounds exciting. Do, yeah. you, do we know how much that is? I'm not a member. I was thinking about becoming a member. of. Well, if you buy a ticket, then you become oh, a member. Yeah, I want to say that ticket, man. Usually 80 or 90 bucks. Yeah, I would say I think it's like 90 ticket. bucks. And but it's worth it. I mean, you went last year. The food is good. Uh, generally... And I assume this year they'll also have a bottomless cup, so you can buy a bottomless cup for $20 and sit there. And when I tell you that if you walk up there and you tell them you want a rum and a Coke, then they'll fill that sucker You just tell them you want a rum and a Coke, and you're going to get rum and a Coke. (laughs) I want a rum and a Coke. Not a rum and Coke, a rum and a Coke. Yeah. With a, so, with a little bit of Coke on the side. Make sure you got a good DD for that one. Have somebody uh, come pick you up if you need but to. But then, all on Ethan, top of that. you want to swing by the house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, the, oh, well, guys. all the raffles and stuff, then all of it goes back to Ducks Unlimited. And so it's all to a good cause. Always yeah. giving away some sweet guns and stuff there and, and all kinds of cool stuff. So it's going to be a good time. Um, and then uh, after that, we've in beginning of May, the first week in May, we have the fifth annual i think it's right? what y'all have said before is the fifth annual uh, swanee yeah so yeah. you've been going for three years now yeah that's our second year hosting it third time you've gone yeah oh, but it's the fifth annual uh swanee river fishing expedition we still got tickets available for that 80 bucks uh for the five day if you want to stay in the cabin i highly suggest you do because if you don't at this point you'll be the only one sleeping outside by yourself yeah that dude, also it's getting... that sounds exciting Sleeping on the ground. Yeah. Um, but uh, the cabin is only for the second night. So um, Wednesday night, we'd stay in a river camp. Thursday night, you stay in a cabin. Friday night and Saturday night, you're in a river camp. Sunday night, you're back in your own bed. Yeah, Saturday night, shoot, we didn't even stay. I mean, most of the group did. Uh, some of the group went down, slept on the riverbank. That was pretty nice. Yeah. That was, that was really peaceful. It's it's uh fifty miles down the Swanee River and it is a beautiful beautiful trip. So when you say you're uh, nice. camping, you do the cabins on the second night, right? Correct. And then you sleep where the next nights? River camps. Now what are those? Screened in pavilions with a ceiling fan and dude, it's like outlets. okay, yeah. it's like a pole barn with probably a twenty foot eave. And then about ten foot up is a deck, and then it's screened in. Oh. S- some some of them, some of them are on the ground. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. All of them have about a ten foot ceiling now. It's somewhere yeah. to get out of the mosquitoes and stuff, and right. under a yeah. shelter. So right. It and I warn you, if especially early in May, it was pretty cool <laughs> last year. And it's bring something to stay warm. It's at liable night to for be sure. a little cooler. I think the first night we got down to maybe forty eight degrees. 
at night. So bring a little sleeping bag or something. Yeah. To wrap up in, if anything. Or a nice. I've blanket. got like a little backpacking fifty degree sleeping bag, and it works just works just fine for me sleeping yeah. in literally in this hoodie and like a pair of jogging pants yeah, inside you, it. You told just wear some extra clothes in the bag. Yeah, I was plenty toasty. Wasn't like Matt who was in there. Woke up at three in the morning to go pee, and he's like, "Cause he brought, he brought a he brought a bed." He brought. What he had Jake bring him a sleeping bag, didn't he? Yeah, because he yeah. Had, all he brought was a bed sheet. We'd had a meeting three weeks before, and I had told everybody in the meeting, I was like, "Hey, it gets cold at night, so make sure you bring stuff to stay warm." He didn't. He didn't go to the meeting. No, he was. Oh, he there. was on the meeting. Oh, <laughs> he was there. He says, "Can you turn the ceiling fan off?" I was like, "But I." I don't know that that's going to help you any because I can see my breath, but if you want me to, I'll turn the ceiling fan off. You should have been like, no, nah, dude, I'm hot. I need the ceiling fan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you brought a bed sheet. <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. But before we go any further, so you'll have to, for the guys, people listening to this on Monday morning, we are TikTok live on TikTok right now. So if you watched it tonight and then, uh, you listen to it Monday, you'll go, wow, he edited a bunch of stuff out. Um, but <laughs> yeah, the raw footage is today. Yeah. Yeah. The raw footage is on is on TikTok live. Um, so tonight we've got uh, myself, your host, Will Krebs, in the studio. i got Jordan. I'm here. Let's get it. And we've got uh, Mr. Easton Oliver. He's been doing a little uh, public land hunting with us this year. Been trying. Yeah. So if you've listened to previous podcasts and you've heard us talk about the guy that I went and saved with his boat, Yes. somebody else's boat Smoke and then boat. turns out that like we had already talked on facebook and turns out that we actually knew him through other ways this is uh the this man is, himself right that's here that, that that's that guy that yeah, guy i'm that guy um they uh small world they used to hunt right next door to my old house in georgia didn't even know it um they got to listen to my truck every morning on the way when I left to go to work because <laughs> it was super loud. I killed that big nine point inside in there. I don't know I don't know if I've ever showed that to you. I have to take you in there and show it to you that nine point I killed on that property up there. I got hanging in the must have been right across the line, right in my backyard. Actually it was on the other <laughs> side of the property. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I didn't show you that one because I you know, I went and picked it up off your back porch after. Yeah, we died. saw your little blind there sitting on the property line. Yeah. Yeah. I tried yeah. hey, you know you gotta do what you gotta we do. We had one too. It's all right. The fence was there for a reason. That's right. <laughs> I leaned up against the fence a couple times. <laughs> I can't had, blame you, I would have done the same thing. We actually had a guy at one point. What did Al have? Two knee surgeries or two hip surgeries? I'm not sure. Uh, but. I think he had two hip surgeries. <clears throat> couldn't walk real good, so he had a golf cart that he turned into a, like a mobile ground blind. He'd pull it up underneath a limb right there on that property line on that side that faced right down that road and just hunt out of that golf cart. Hey, if you got to do what you got to do, my grandpa, he, he'll he pull his truck right underneath the tree stand. He sees more deer than anybody I've ever seen. Like, he could literally, he sits there and coughs. He makes all the noise in the world, just like that one guy you were talking about that cracks the coats and stuff in Tristan, the stand. Yeah. He's just, he, he makes the most noise, and I'm over here. You're way too loud. And then he just sees all the deer, kills all the big bucks. And I'm like, thanks for saving me some, you know. He says, uh, we're in the good spot. And yeah. I put you in the good spot. Yeah, so if, yeah. You look at, yeah, yeah. if you look at TikTok, this is, he's also the we're in the good spot guy. I am. I'm the good spot guy. And I take you to the places where there is deer, especially Will, set him in the tree that I wanted him to sit in. And which way to face? Smells the deer cross, sees it flash by. 
I couldn't see it because a limb was in the way. No, to tell y'all the honest truth, I saw him and I was like, you know, he'd be a better buck next year. (laughs) That's what it is every year. (laughs) That was Easton's target buck all year long. You're like, yeah, he'd be better next year. Welcome to Florida public land. You got to have low standards. (laughs) And then just be surprised as crap when you see a really big one. Dude, I come from southwest Georgia. These deer are super small compared to what I'm used to. Do you you see that big one that came out out of Ocala? I've been seeing them all year. No, I'm talking about the one they just killed. Uh, recently was it 10 point or something yeah yeah i don't know where they're coming from everybody i've seen at least four or five good bucks that are way bigger than anything i've ever seen ocala get killed out there this year and i don't know where these people are hunting so i'll give you my (laughs) personal opinion on it man is when florida went to that permanent you know across the board the three points on one side or 10 inch main beam it's made a difference yeah 100 absolutely um and can't argue with it. it 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 takes time and some areas that's still hard to find but like i said it takes time yeah and you gotta also understand that you know it it's gonna take even longer because down here it's swamp there's not a bunch of nutrition everywhere that's why the antlers are a little well, thinner i would we're, think we're fairly fairly fortunate here in zone c to have a lot more nutrition for the deer where you go down to like zone a down the everglades i don't know though man you get under the everglades you got all like uh there's still sharecropping down there man they got a lot of sugar cane and they grew a bunch of other stuff down there too i don't know how much nutritional value sugar cane has in it you're, you're right it's, there is it's also like nutritional value from the soil itself though too well i get that but there's also you also have a lot more uh predation to contend with down there and uh, flooding and all that, which contributes to, you know, loss. Yeah, So that's fair enough. Hey, that that those, we don't uh, deal with here. What do you call those things? Those boa constrictors down there? Like I one? said, predation. Pythons. Yeah. Python. 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 <laughs> Man, I don't want to mess with one of those things. I see people catch those on the side of the road, and I'm like, I would never jump out of the truck and try to wrestle one of those <laughs> at all. So, but... Uh, I don't know, man. This year, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I had a pretty good hunting season. You don't want to kill something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you notice, he's the one that did the most, like, sitting at home, too. Like, yeah. you scouted the one unit for us. The the unit that he put his, he killed his deer in. I scouted. I scouted. Well, like I said, I'd send <laughs> the professionals yeah. out ahead of me. I got to, you know, I just act like a professional. I send somebody out there ahead of me, scout, find the deer. Go out really there, bad. crawl up a tree, sit down, and kill it. That's all I got to do. Old Diesel Dylan is in the house. What's going on, man? If he would have killed that buck over there in Ocala. It's, I think this is the <laughs> same. I may be wrong. Maybe the same Dylan that uh, hunted with us in Rock Springs. Mm-hmm. No idea. Possibly it is. Told you. Okay, well, there yeah. you go. That was another decent hunt we had, man. The one that, where you got attacked by, be- I mean, hogs? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sure what it was. We yes, Listen, we've already told that it was hogs. Okay. Was this, but, that was 100%. Yeah, but I was in the middle of like. Diesel I'm, Dylan should have shot some of those hogs. Yeah. He was like, oh, I just watched him run around underneath the tree stand. Yeah. <laughs> I had gotten down because the coffee had gotten to me and then like. I was, you know, I had to relieve myself in the woods over there. 
So I had my pants around my ankles, trying to get rid of some stuff, and then just saw a big black flash in the woods and a bunch of noise, and I thought it was a bear, so I ran back to my tree stand without wiping. Had a dirty butt. Oh, man. All the way back to the tree stand. Turns out it was like 30 hogs. Sounds like a crappy situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real shitty situation, I'm telling you. Oh, man. But I, that wasn't bad. I mean, we, we had saw it, dear. a solid 10-minute stare off of the little buck. 10 inches on one side? D- don't don't really know. Man, yeah, we weren't going to risk it. Oh, man. It, it, was, it, was, it was one of those. It, the, there were two questions. Were like, is that point long enough to constitute a third? We yeah, or is that beam ten inches? Yeah, we Wished were it. a solid <laughs> ten yards, ten yards from that deer, and literally stood there like scopes up, scopes down, scopes up, scopes down. Talked to each other, and he just kind of stood there and looked at us. Scopes, binoculars, everything. Up, down, up, down, up, down. He moved a little bit. We'd step to the side. Up, down, up, down, up, down. If you couldn't figure it out from ten yards away, probably he, not. He wasn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were we were hoping that the more he browsed in front of us, that he would grow a little bigger. Yeah. Yeah. The nutrients. Yeah. Right, the, the nutrients in the soil. Yeah. yeah. Uh but no, he did not. I think this year, uh the the thing that I took off the bat hunting our first WMA was that um I I'm I I I didn't have cameras out, man. Because that's a WMA that I can go put cameras on. And I can even this summer I can go hike it and uh really just get a lot of cameras on it i put out a bunch of cameras this year and i maybe it's because i left them in not not long enough i'd put them in leave them for two weeks and then come back and move them because i only have two cameras so i'm right. constantly trying to move around to hopefully find the deer hey and, put the microphone in your mouth i'm sorry let me see it right here is this better much better okay sorry so how much better you sound i do i sound so clear I feel like I need to whisper now, but no, I'll just you'll edit that out. If I listen to it on Monday and it's like I'm not here talking like this, I'll know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I put out cameras. I had them up, and every two weeks I'd move them around just to try to hopefully find something better. And obviously, I think I moved them too much, and I never found something better. And then that's one of those things, man. That that's tough because like. I don't know if if I put a camera out somewhere and it sits for two weeks and there's nothing on it, then it needs to move. But if I put a camera out there and it sits for two weeks and it's loaded with pictures, then why move it? Well, I had I had tons of pictures, but I had tons of pictures of the same deer over and over and over again. Every so you day. knew they were there. I knew they were there, yeah. like where we hunted at. I had these same does every day at the same time come through. And it was just, it was blowing up my phone. I was like, okay, well, it's been there for two weeks. I've seen the same does every day. Nothing else. Maybe this is a sign. Maybe I need to move a little bit further over and try that. And I would constantly move, whether it be 50 yards, 100 yards, and I'd try to pinpoint. Because I knew he was there. Right. I found scrapes. I found rubs. He was there. I just couldn't get it where it needed to be. Give me that Yeti koozie. Thank you, sir. Couldn't get it where I needed to be. I just, I would set it up on scrapes. I I did something that I've never done before this year. I I made a mock scrape. How'd that work out for you? It, he opened it up. That was how I really? got him to start scraping. 
Yeah. I found an old scrape underneath a tree, kicked the dirt, made it, cleared it out, peed in it, which some people are against that and some people are with it. And Man. I didn't have anything else to lose, so I tried it and I came back two weeks later and I had the ca- trail camera, me being dumb, I didn't have it pointed at the mock scrape. I had it uh, 50 yards away. Come back, mock scrapes tore up. And I'm like, he's here. I wish I'd have got him on camera. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've had that work. I've had that work two, two, both ways for me, right? And I've, I've not gone and opened up, like started in a, where an old scrape was. Find everything I need for a scrape. You got the licking branch. You got yep. just right in that, in a uh, right off a deer trail, whatever, where they're traveling through. Make my own brand new scrape. Did you use a dripper? No, you peed in it. I just peed in it one time. Yeah, two I, weeks, and you opened it up right after that. It. I mean, it was after two weeks. I don't know how long it took him to get there, but I know at the two week mark, it looked like it was brand new. Hmm. Yeah. And I, stub blood's in here, so it it seemed like it worked. And I I even made so I did it there, and then I noticed that it worked. So I walked over, did the same dumb thing, didn't put the camera on it. I made a new one that never had anything scratched out of it or anything. I just made my own. I broke a branch so that way it hanged down a little bit, the whole shebang. And literally, it opened it up. And I was like, maybe I need to make one and put the camera on it. But I never got around to it. So uh, <laughs> we we made one in Tennessee and peed in it like you did. Mm-hmm. And... Every single buck on that property, wham, 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 just started hammering it. Yeah. Uh, and then I made one in Georgia and put a dripper on it. Nothing. I just, I'd rather pee in them. I don't like to spend the money if I don't have to. On Somebody stuff. else spent the money on the dripper. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I still have it. but like maybe, same- maybe I'll just pee in the dripper. So here's go. one thing. <laughs> in that area where, uh, where we were hunting, I actually saw over towards where mine climber was mm-hmm. on the edge of that cut, I saw where somebody had hung one of those dang ropes. Like a scent wick? Yeah. Whatever. The, the, it's like a licking branch. The hemp ropes or whatever that people been hanging. I've seen those where they like mm-hmm. soak them in like, uh, it's like Kerosene? they have a scent. No, there's like yeah. a scent. They have a like a, what is that gland on top of their head? That's what they rub in the branches. Right. But they have that scent, and they people rub branches with it. They rub, rub ropes with yeah. it, so it soaks it in. It was literally it just like a, a half-inch piece of rope that was frayed as shit at the bottom. And Right. Yeah. It doesn't have to be frayed. I've heard... That's how that one was. I've, I've heard just, of it working. Maybe he was just using it so much it frayed. I, I, I yeah. just didn't tell him. Uh, who knows, man? I didn't I, see him if he was. Bet you he didn't put a camera on it. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope he did. That's what the smart person would do, yeah, Easton. It would help. But now, hey, we live and we learn. Next year, <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I bought some cheap cameras this year, put them, put them up, and the batteries, I guess, corroded, and the camera no longer works anymore. That's what I get for spending $30. But, Hold on. Uh, 30 bucks for a trail cam? Yeah, I bought it at uh, that Sportsman's Warehouse in Leesburg. and. Were they on sale or was that? That's standard price. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you laugh, man. But the the one that I've got up there, it was thirty bucks. I bought it off Amazon. No, the that one sucker. that's still the one that's still out there in the woods that ain't been checked in like two months. I ain't worried about it. That sucker has been. <laughs> it's it survived. It survived a clear cutting. No, I think that's actually uh, you're you're talking about your little tiny square one. Yeah, that one's still at my house. My like 
$50-60 one is the one that's up there in the woods. Is that what we carried up there? Yeah. My little Moultrie camera. Oh. Okay. So I had a I had a little minor little Moultries as well, but they're like this big. You have to like you there's no way to change the time on the camera. You have to put the SD card in the computer, change the date and time on the computer, put it back in the camera. That's a cheap one. Heck yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Like I said, that thing has been through everything. I bought two of those and my buddy was like, Those things are garbage. You buy something better than that. And I was like, Well, we'll see. If it works, it works. If it don't, it don't. So he goes and buys like an eighty dollar Bushnell, tells you the temperature, all this other stuff. <laughs> Comes a daggum torrential downpour. His camera, slap full of water. My $30 camera, slap full of water. You know who still works? Mine does. That's one thing I don't understand about trail cameras. Make a trail camera that's waterproof. Like, I, how hard is it to put an O-ring in there around the Well, edge? they got a, both of them have an o, had an O-ring in there. Well, they obviously don't work because here's, mine do the same Because you problem. only pay $30 for the no, camera. but here's the problem. Here's matter. the problem. It doesn't matter how much you pay for the camera. The O-ring... Works O rings work when you put something. If you put an O ring in something, you close and leave closed all the time. That's true. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the opening and closing, and opening and closing, and opening and closing. You eventually that O ring gets a little bit bent, and then it turns, and then it's not working as an O ring anymore. Yeah. Now, what would be great is if we could get a camera that's kind of a go between between a cell camera and a regular camera, where you can walk up to it, and then your iPhone's like. And it pops up, and it's like wants to share its pictures with you. They have those, right? I've like seen air, those. So, so like, like air the airdrop them to your phone. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Cuddy Back. I think makes a camera like that where. Well, if you well yeah, but the daggum thing is also a cell camera. It's four hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, I just want one that when I walk up to it, I can like open like the app, and it just I have to be within ten feet of it. To be to be completely fair, I think that is an actual thing, and it's not a cell camera by Cuddy Back. I'm. It's. I've seen it. They say that it shares that you don't have to actually get all the way to it. Mm-hmm. You just have to get close, and it like Bluetooths to your phone, and it pulls up the pictures. Even I've then, seen just a somewhere. regular Cuddybacks, like $150 camera. Well, they, cameras range on all spectrums. Like like mine, $30. I've seen cameras, $400. They're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> to an extent. Uh, I have been... Pleasantly pleased with my uh, Moultrie. Yeah. What's a base camp? Cell camera? Yeah. Yeah. That's the first cell camera I've ever owned, and I do not have a single complaint about my base camp. I've got uh, one of those Moultries as well, but mine's an older model. It's like a XV7000i or something. When they first came out with the cell cameras, it's really big and bulky. But uh, I had a a Moultrie until uh, a couple years ago that still took like, Six C batteries. Yeah. I bet that thing lasted a while. Had like five megapixel camera in it. <laughs> that's that's a good one. Yeah. Were you still High putting film quality. in it? <laughs> no, it was a digital camera. But <laughs> <laughs> putting a little piece in it. Yeah. Have to get it home and develop it in the yeah. bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, man. So let's run it back. Beginning of season. Bow hunts. Quotas pretty much got ruined by Ian. Yeah, man, I had me a nice, I had a real nice unit for bow season, and Ian screwed me out of that one. Well, you got your preference points back, though, didn't you? I assume. I haven't got them back yet. I don't think you get them back until after season ends. They they say. And I I think you get your point plus one and a half, or plus one. I think it's plus one. Yeah. But they said, but due to that, because they closed down everything. Now, for me, I was sitting at the house because Ocala wasn't, 
it was affected for like one day and then it was sunshiny the next. So I was going to go hunting, but everything that I read said it was closed. And then I go, I talk, talk to people like a week later and they're like, oh, we went to the woods and hunted, killed a nine point over here, killed an eight point. I'm like, man, I should have been in the woods, but that would have been illegal, I guess. So let's see, Ian hit on, and then I want to say the next day. I went into work. We ran around our service area here. The day after that, I worked Friday, woke up Saturday morning, and drove to Fort Myers. Yeah. Well, you work for the power company, too, don't you? I work for the gas company, but yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you were were working the storm, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, But uh, we uh, didn't roll into muzzleloader, and we had a few muzzleloader hunts. did we have a few? We hunted two different muzzleloader hunts, Jordan? You had one with Diesel Dillon, didn't you? One muzzleloader mm-hmm. hunt? Yep. So that just well, so happened yeah. that Jordan had the muzzleloader hunt, and so did Jim. So Jim had a just a wide-open guest pass, so we put out on the Under Pressure Outdoors Nation page, which if you're not part of that on Facebook, you definitely should be because there's times where we go, hey, man, you know what? We don't have anybody to take on our guest permit on this hunt. Want to go? Uh, and then you get an opportunity to go without even drawing a permit. And then, two, what is it, 2,000 subscribers? Oh, yeah, 2,000 2, members to the group page, which is over 1,200 right now somewhere. Um, got to be close to 1,300 people. It's got to be, yeah. I've got to. Uh, like 12, hold them up, hold them up. They're, over oh, they're hard to see from here. You're going to want to hold them up to that. Right. Well, he'll hold them up. Yeah, you can hold that one up near the camera. So I've got a Garmin GPS map. 64 ST, brand new in box. I think it looks nice. And a half dozen. And then we'll hold this up from back here. Half dozen Tangle Free Pro Series Wood Ducks. Brand new in box. Still in the box, still taped up. I need to borrow those this weekend. Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I bet you do. Uh, Hey, you remember the group page? When we hit 2000, you got a chance at winning them. Hey, you know. I'm I'm in it already. Invite invite all your hunting and fishing friends. I do. I and every time friends. I see it on I see somebody post something on a page. Jordan will tell you he's seen it. I'm yeah, like, hey, you need the, to follow Under Pressure the Outdoors. Thing is though, you can go like on Under Pressure Outdoors Nation. Yeah, there's a thing in the top that says invite. Oh, you click invite. Well, hold on a second. Then your whole that? friends list pops up. This yeah. is like this guy. This person hunts. This person hunts. This person hunts fish. I'll just hunt, send it fish, to everybody. Hunt, fish. I don't care if they hunt or not. Right, well, no, we only want the people that hunt. We, we don't want people to get upset with the things we post in there, so we try to lim- try to you know ask people to invite their friends to enjoy. Their, even if they're just interesting in hunting and fishing, yeah. man, it's we have great opportunities to get out and learn how to hunt and fish. Oh, um, right here, invite. Yeah, there we go. And then uh, so the muzzleloader hunts, and then we. <clears throat> I think we only had one muzzleloader. Um, oh no, we did because you killed your buck with a muzzleloader. Right. So it we had two, two muzzleloader hunts. hunts. Yeah. Shoot, I forgot about that. Um, and then, uh, so... I'll do that later. It's going to take a while. Yeah. That was... Uh, <laughs> that second muzzleloader hunt, man, we drew that on a redraw. Yeah. That I was just actually kinda... put in for that permit on the initial draw and didn't get it. And then I just so happened to see it on a redraw one afternoon, and I was like, man, I'll give it a shot. Hit it, and then when I went to check out, I was like, you it was like twenty nine ninety five had to pay because it was a national wildlife refuge. Yeah, 
And well, I was gave like, it to you immediately. And I was like, well, it? if I'm paying, that means I got it because you don't yeah. pay until you get it. So I paid, and I told Jordan, I was like, you need to get this right now. <laughs> and he did. He got on there. Yeah, he got on there. He paid 20, uh, 20 30 I, bucks. I literally it. applied, and as soon as I applied, I got an email that was like, you got this permit. And I was like, Well, when you sold. checked out, you checked out. It should have tried to charge you. Yeah, because yeah, that means you got the permit. Yeah. So, um, but uh, it was it, that was a cool hunt via boat and uh, killed my first Florida whitetail. Lucky. They're a dang good buck, too. Wish I could. I've been hunting them for a while. I think I'm going on three years now that I haven't killed anything. What's your excuse, Easton? Because you have plenty of good ones on camera. Okay, so. I mean, I, I let him walk. But. It's It's been building up over, like, all this bad luck over the years. My dad told me when I first moved down here, he was like, listen, I hunted this area all the time. The old, the challenge for Florida, he's like, and I'll give you the challenge. If you can kill a nice buck on Florida public land, you've done something. And ever since he said that, it was like it was like a bad omen. I ain't seen. They're all on camera. They're all at night. I've had a few during the day, but obviously they're on a Wednesday, and I've got a job Monday through Friday. So I don't see anything. And then I bought a way too expensive bow this two years ago. Had to trade in, had to trade up. I got an old one, I got a new one. Spent way too much money. Hadn't seen anything or shot anything with that. It's it's ridiculous. It hurts my feelings every time I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my excuse for not killing one with a bow. I don't own a bow. Next question. It's okay. You're going to borrow my other one this year because I have two. That's perfectly fine, dude. I... I would love to get back into bow hunting, and I never should have got rid of the bow that I had. Uh, dude, I was stupid in thinking I was going to have the money to go and, you know, just buy another one. Dude, they're so expensive. I know yeah, they're they ridiculously are. expensive. I want one of those new Matthews's. They're, Matthews's. Well, they're not. They're not new now. Now they got the Phase Four out, but like the Matthews V three X is kind of like where I'm at. Dude, last year's model is fine with me, or like two or three years model. The price doesn't go like, down. No. My, my thing is, I feel like it was just the other, like just maybe like last year, I walked into a pro shop because I was curious. I wanted to hold the the Hoyt RX one. I thought that was a sweet bow. Shot that bow, didn't like it, and then now it's on their own. Like what the RX seven? Yeah, five, six. Oh, they're, I think they're further than that now. They come out yeah. every every four months. Yeah, it's like five, it's like two, iPhones. Yeah. Every year, every six <laughs> months, they come out with a brand new one. But that couldn't have been more than two years ago, three years ago. That I that I held the RX one and shot the RX one. Were you still in the army? Yeah. yeah. So it's been at least three years. Oh shit. <laughs> Maybe it was four years ago. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun, you know. Oh uh, yeah, I was at Wildcat Archery up there in uh, Georgia. Yeah. That's one thing I wish there was more of. You know, you you if you look around, if you, I tried to pull it up, there's hardly any. Archery shops, bro. Central Florida archery. Well, I have I have an archery guy that I'm I'm pretty good with him. I bought my bow from him. He's all been right, doing really right, good right, to me. Right, right. Y'all y'all plugged y'all's. I don't know if I can plug mine. Or not. You can. I'll just cut it out later. Okay. You'll just yeah. I'll start whispering again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wonder why, and it's because he cut me out. No, Henrik's just a really good dude. He's been here a few times uh, with us, and everybody that's gone there's been more than happy. In fact, Henrik. Uh, we gave away a brand new bow. Um, I forgot, yeah. 
Last year, win, year before, yeah, brand new obsession with a uh, like a four pin sight. I can't believe you guys. You didn't tell me. You just, y'all you just weren't around. I mean, I could have been. You should have invited me to the Under Pressure Outdoors Nation page. It was a little a, sooner. It was a brand new, <laughs> brand new obsession, uh, like a four pin apex sight, three or four pin apex sight, um, and then Henrik. Set so it up. He, got, he and set gave it up. Arrows, arrows release everything for free. That's expensive. Yeah, archery is expensive. It's fun. That's one of my favorite things to hunt with is a bow, but it is expensive. I'm shooting arrows that well, are like. So here's the thing with with archery, and I kind of like saddle hunting. <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm gonna compare, give you a, a very good parallelism. Yeah. All right. Once you buy in the first time, you're good. Yeah, it's not so expensive anymore. It still can be, though. It can be, but you don't need to buy a new release every time you buy a new bow or a new sight or necessarily new arrows or broadheads. Careful. And you can get rid of your old bow and buy use that money to buy a new bow. I do this every yeah. year. Right. I, do, I go in every but year. But with the saddle, with the saddle, you can uh, use the... You, you, you don't have to buy new sticks just because you bought a new saddle. And if you don't like the saddle, you can just buy a new saddle. You have to buy the whole, all the new ropes and gadgets and doohickeys and all that stuff to go with it. I will tell you, that's one thing about saddles that I wish were easier. Like, you go to a pro shop that sells saddles, which there's not many of them because they're old, but they're coming back into style. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's hard to go out and spend six, seven hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars on a saddle and not know what it feels like. Right. Because you won't know until you buy it. And then after you bought it, you're like, well, I'm stuck with it now. So then you try to sell it. You're not going to get your money back. It's not like a tree stand where you know you're going to like it because it's a tree stand. Most of them sit the same unless you're like a millennium or something like that. And then you got, you know, y'all's, you upgraded the seat with the has more stuff now. Did you ever sit in one of those? I have not. I, no. I want to check one out because I've got a... Nice climber, Summit 180. I think you've got one too, right? Yeah. And it's got a nice seat in it, but from what Jordan showed me with his, because I videoed him getting in it, yeah. we had to film it like eight times because <laughs> he was like, I don't like just this part. And I'm like, well, do it again. I was just, I'm just hanging in the tree in my saddle, leaning over the side, just videoing up a storm. And he finally got it where he wanted it. But it, I mean, it looks very comfortable. It's very easy to maneuver. So I have the same seat. I have the same seat that you have. Yeah. It's got the sides on yeah. it. Yeah. got the pockets. Yeah. And I bought that seat because I thought that sucker's going to be comfortable. Now mine came with it. Uh, yeah, maybe mine did too. Uh, but uh, I constantly found myself trying to actually make that seat comfortable. Yeah. yeah. It's I'd, not. I always push the strands all the way to the front mm -hmm. and then like just kind of lean back as far as I can in it because it... If you start sitting straight up and down, it kind of hurts You can your feel the straps cut into your legs. Oh, yeah. From underneath it. I mean, with my weight capacity, I'm already pushing the uh, the weight weight limit on it anyway. So, it's like really pushing it. We're working but, on that. Though. So, so what right. are you guys uh, hoping for out of the 23-24 season? Gosh. I, I, I'll give you mine to start with. You know, especially with the new addition to the public land family. So. But but we never really. I mean, we're jumping into what are we hoping out of twenty three, twenty four. What do you think you did wrong? I mean, I, we never heard what you thought you did wrong this season. Yeah, you let us scout. That was that was what you did. That's wrong. probably my first mistake. Yeah, should should probably hire better guides next year. Well, 
you know, I still haven't cashed that check yet because I haven't got it. <laughs> what did I do wrong this year? I didn't spend enough time putting putting boots on the ground in the woods, but yeah. I don't. It's not. I almost feel like I need to find a place that I know I want to hunt. I scout it over the summer and then only try to hunt there during the year because you, you're you're held hostage by the lottery system. So you can't possibly have the time to go scout all these WMAs you might draw yeah, in hopes of finding one. So if you figure out one really well over the summer and you hope to draw it when deer season comes and you don't, you still got it figured out. You got it for another year to figure out in between hunts, whatever. You go out there for a small game hunt, so on and so forth. And you still try to draw other WMAs, and you can figure those out on the ground. Well, they like, need to make that stuff come out where you can apply for it now. So that way, I mean, deer season will be over at this weekend, right? So in a couple of weeks, put it on there so weeks, we can apply for it, and then tell us in a couple of weeks so that way we can go ahead and start planning. Well, so part of that has to do with they got to do mortality studies and figure out how many deer total were killed and put all the data together, and then they didn't figure out how many permits are going to issue for next year and so on and so forth. Yeah, that just takes a long time, I guess. Right. Which is what it is. Yeah, I, I think we get plenty of time uh, to figure that stuff out, but then you, you get stuff on redraws. like Yeah, every so Saturday. Check that may, out. I think maybe take the time next year uh, when I take those three days off for the hunt, take off the fourth one to show up the day before and scout a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of my things is like you said that it's all up to the lottery system. Right. And there's going to be, now that I have the tent, there's going to be WMAs that I'm going to apply for a little further away. But there's a lot of WMAs that are right here near us that I could have easily gone, you know, like, Leading up to season, I could have gone to those WMAs. I could have dropped if I had, like you said, more than one or two cameras, which is something I'll probably try to do this summer. Uh, You know, periodically buy cameras here and there. And then leading up to season, our local WMAs, I'll go put some boots on the ground and walk out there and, you know, drop two or three cameras on each WMA. And uh, if I don't get it, I'll pull cameras from that one because you know even you 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 know what WMAs you have leading up to season, well at least a month before season. Right. Right. So yeah. if I have three cameras in this WMA and I don't get it, I'll go pull those three and then drop them on another WMA that I know I have. And then if I get that other WMA on redraws, then I'll pull you know, those three back out of that other WMA and go drop them in another one. Well, one one thing that I did is there's a couple around here that I know of that you can hunt during archery season without a permit. Yeah. Now, everybody and their brother's going to be hunting out there because you don't have to have a permit for it. So, you got to go in there and maybe an unpopular opinion, but everybody says that you have to go way back deep woods. That's not, that's not a fact. Y'all saw where we hunted at Church Lake. You drive down the road, and it's right there. So you just name dropped right I'm there. I'm sorry. On. We're gonna have to edit that out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. You saw over there in Ocala where we where we hunted out. We were right off the road. Right. And you know, it's just it's part of the thing. You just have to know. You have to you have to look. 
I don't know with with the advancements uh, in the e bikes and or I say <clears throat> not advancements, but with the growing popularity of e bikes and all that stuff, everybody is going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, which is just gonna make it easier to not go as far. Yeah, pushing them back to the front. The crowd of people is way back in the back now. Yeah, that, and when I went scouting, I would I would look at the road like during prime scouting, like on the weekends and stuff leading up to the season. I'd go out there and I'd check the road and I'd be like, okay, there's pull-off marks here. A lot, lots of them. Looks like everybody pulls off here. Now you can tell where we hunt at over there. There's spots where people have campfires at night and they just ride the dirt roads. Right. But then you can tell where they're pulling over for no reason. And that only other reason would be for them to check out what they're, you know, what they're hunting now. Get a steady hold on the spotlight. Draw a bead. Yeah. yeah, and here you can you can actually spot. I was just saying that <laughs> that's probably another thing that we didn't do that I because I I, I really what, thought it was illegal. Bring that up, you know. We'll just keep that as a little back pocket. Oh, we'll, just, we'll, we'll whisper that in. Whisper it. You can. But you can. scouting. Yes, scouting was something I definitely. Um, I kind of jumped in the ball game kind of late on that one. You do as much as time allows, and scouting over the summer is only to give you so much information because patterns are going to change as rut kicks in and deer move yeah. around and. Food sources change because food sources during the summer are typically different than food sources during yeah, deer season. Yeah, but so. you can still scout for food sources during summer because I can go find oak trees and well, stuff I'll that say I didn't that, know were there. That comes in knowing what food sources are, like what, what oak trees, being able to identify oak trees and knowing not only what kind of, not only is it an oak tree, but what kind of oak tree it is because some oak trees don't drop acorns every single year. That is a fact. Yeah. So knowing what kind of acorn, what kind of acorn producing tree you've got, if it's going to drop acorns every year, and an indicator, I would think if you get one of the ones that doesn't drop acorns every year, if it's got acorns on the ground underneath it, probably not going to drop the next year. I seen a lot this year that were dropping like a bunch of oak trees that had acorns around them, and they yeah. weren't getting touched by deer, which was shocking for me. Dude, I can't remember where I was this past weekend. Oh, we were in Georgia. Forgot about that. Um, me and AJ were walking around. There was a ton of oak. There was still an absolute ton of acorns on the ground this past weekend up there in Georgia. I don't know why. It, it was something that I've never seen before. Is there was so many and they weren't being touched by anything. Well, the thing is, is an overabundance of food. The deer can only eat so much. Yeah, yeah. true. And there's a lot of other how many oak trees there were around us. There's a lot of other natural browse too that they'll how many, eat on. How many how many how many acorns did you see where we were camping? None. How many oak trees did you see? A lot. Yeah, but are they the kind of oak trees that were dropping that time of year? Right, because we were we were camping under live Big oaks. Live oaks, yeah. Yeah, and where I was walking around was kind of like a more scrubby oaky area. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, what are your hopes for for uh? Tw- uh 23-24 Man, season. my and hope. I, so I, I was going to say with the addition of the, the new public land rig uh, yeah. that we just got to put to the test last week in that sweet little hitch top tent you've got there. Yeah. Um, my hopes are to uh, explore more of Florida, maybe outside of Florida some. I want to expand outside of Florida. I want to hunt some yeah. public land. In what I had told Easton, done. though, too, is that... Um, I actually plan to end of duck season, so end of this month, my motor is going up for sale. I'm done with it. Um, I just 
that's I'm, I've just hit that point to where it's I've I've owned it for long enough, right? I love I have fell completely in love with my hole. Um, I've owned my motor long enough, and it's just one of those things. Yeah, it's not greasy. No, 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 no. That was that was different. That Dave brought up a greasy hair girl. Go oh. ahead. <laughs> we'll discuss that later. <laughs> um, I've just I've owned my mud motor long enough, and uh, it's I'm I'm ready for something new. Yeah. So uh, the mud buddy is going bye bye at the end of January, or whenever it sells. To be honest with you. And uh, the old Gator tracks getting a ninety horse Yamaha, twenty five k or BO or OBO. no no no, no put, not twenty five k. You're Jesus. putting an outboard on it. <laughs> putting an outboard on it. Yeah. I think you'll you gonna try and get another mud motor? Or are you just gonna run? An Possibly outboard? by the time we'll we'll see what I'm able to put the outboard through because it's gonna have a jack plate and I'll put a calf plate and stuff on it too to get some more water to it in shallow areas. So that was my concern as we're, well. We're gonna see throughout summer. How the uh, outboard runs. How many lower units is it going to take you to put a <laughs> mud mudder back on that boat? I'm not going to ruin a lower unit. You want to get it? You want to get back going right now? No, I already brought it up. While you, we were do you want to get it back? No, I'll, put, I, I'll put ten dollars on it. Uh, give me four, but four months. No, see if he sold it. How about two weeks for two weeks for duck season starts? It's gone. How, he, he I got. I got. I'm better not deal selling it. No, you break. He breaks it. He I got a better it, deal. He breaks it two weeks for duck season. And energy drained. Because I can't afford ten dollars. <laughs> deal. Okay. And energy drinks <laughs> like four. It's not ten though. <laughs> I was going to say coffee, but I don't drink coffee, so it'd be unfair. Yeah, we did talk. Me and Easton did talk though, and Easton's like, I said, with with that motor I have now, I've seen forty seven or forty. I've seen forty five. You just want more speed. Yeah, but I think that's what it that's is. the yeah. long pause is. He just wants it to yeah. go faster, go fast. Yeah, but like, I I don't know. I just kind of he just wants it to go fast. I brought up the same thing as I, you did. I kind of want to be able to have the reverse. Uh, I want to go fast. I want to have a nice. Why don't you just get a new if only mud they motor? Made mud motors was reverse. If only a new mud motor wasn't twice the price of a '90s model outboard. If only a used mud motor wasn't twice the price of a '90s model outboard. Have you looked at the price of '90 horsepower motors? Yeah, I can sell my motor and How buy much are they? a you a nineties model. Oh, 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 a nine. I thought you meant a ninety horse. A ninety horse nineties model, oh. two stroke. Yeah, two oh, stroke. Okay. Why are we doing so old? Because they're cheaper. No, it's a just a bulletproof two stroke motor. Yeah, it's a solid. Okay. It's a yeah. it's a unit, and uh, they're just two stroke. I mean, dude, mixing gas and hauling ass. I mean, yeah, ripping lower units. Nah, paddling back. I'll have to come get you. Is what it is. Anyways, throwing an outboard <laughs> on it, so maybe it'll be better for Gator season two. We'll see. You um, need a trolling motor for it too. If you're gonna put an outboard on it, I think we're talking about what are we doing different for 2023. <laughs> I'm gonna do a lot more scouting. Um, you know, I, I said that was something I did wrong last year. I'm gonna put, I mean, absolute boots on the ground, dude. So I just want to get back. And I, I want to go. I'd like to go and hunt some public land in Georgia. Yeah. Um. Look at their WMA list and where they've got some WMAs, and as far as county wise goes, and try and pick some in some of the what we believe to be better areas of Georgia. And 
give it a shot because we can still shoot does up there on public land. Yeah. Well, some maybe counties. even try and get on some of the state park hunts. I got selected for a, and granted, man, I, I put in for public land of Georgia one year, and I got I think two hunts, but I just I was kind of stupid and just put in because the name of the place sounded good. <laughs> So I didn't know where they were, and it was like up in like the foothills of Georgia. Uh, and I'm like, I'm not, I can't drive. I, I but re- we could I now. We could now, yeah. I returned that hunt, but uh, there's a, there's a couple uh, places around where I used to live, where my grandparents live, and I mean, I got private land there too. My uncle owns a farm, so we can go hunt that too. And hopefully, we'll see what happens when it gets closer to the end of season which is right around the corner, if I'm going to be able to get on the permit for getting uh, deer out of season. Depredation. Yeah, nuisance permit. So we'll see, because then we get night vision and thermal, and we can go have some fun. (laughs) I'm looking forward to that. So how about you, Easton? Um, I'm going to do a lot of scouting. Um, Just put some boots on the ground, make my feet sore, put up some cameras, go places that... I haven't been before. Definitely wear your snake chaps or snake boots because welcome to Florida. We've got a lot of rattlesnakes. We walked up on one this year that was very large. And it almost bit my friend. But we... Knock on wood, I haven't seen one in a hot minute. Yeah. This was a big diamondback. He was he was every bit of five and a half feet. Ooh. He was a large one. And I don't we walked past him the first time. Don't know how we walked past him and he didn't make any noise. One to walk back by. He was curled up. My buddy was from here to the end of the table there Ooh. when he saw him. And five and a half feet, he's large. Yeah. So, I mean, they just blend in so good that he didn't have snake boots on either. So that was that was a thing that made me conscious. Like, hey, I need to be wearing my chaps or snake boots. Right. Or whatever you have. But I'm definitely going to be doing some scouting. Driving around, doing some night scouting as well. Because that is legal that I found out this past year. So, see what we can find. Go to different places. Scouting during turkey season. It's coming up. Oh, man. See, now that's another one I'm hoping for the 2023 24 turkey season. I'm stoked. I'm hoping it's the year. I killed one two years ago. It's my, I've killed one never. Yeah. I've never killed a turkey in your life. No. Anywhere. Anywhere. So I'm hoping that the the luck runs true and that I can put down a bird this year. Well, we'll we'll try to put you on one for sure. If well, you know you've got I, your not permit, like super big into continually chasing turkeys, I'll probably hunt my permit and then be like, yeah, or oh, and then that'll be it. No, you've definitely got to go. You got you got to put in the effort. Yeah, for I, the turkey. But see, we, I we just don't just, get fired up about turkeys like that. Dude, it's the thrill. But have you ever killed one? No. Okay, then. Question. So how are you going right. to get fired how many, up? How many right. times have you been hunting for turkeys? I usually go every year. Actually, like, hunting, hunting. Like, not just show up and be like, oh, where's the birds at? At, at least once a year. Once a year. Yeah. Just once. Pretty much. You don't, you, don't, you don't get up early, get out there at the crack of dawn when the sun's coming up and hear them gobblers just breaking off. And that just doesn't excite you? Oh, it excites me. Oh, that gets me going every time. 
It just yeah, it sounds time. like it, he just sounds like the... he just gets kind of like half chub excited, not right. Yeah, he's not full in. But at the end yeah. of the day, I'm like, yeah, we chase that bird all day and day. I'm gonna go then just sleep tomorrow. Well, see, I don't hunt all day for turkeys. Some places you can't. You can yeah. only hunt till noon. I only hunt till like eight thirty nine. They don't gobble after that. I can't find them, so I've just well. If you can get them to gobble home. after nine thirty, that's a dead bird. Oh, guaranteed. But. <laughs> You're chasing him somewhere if he's still gobbling after 9.30. The thing is, it's like, man, I hunted turkeys like five consecutive days uh, last year and had the bird, knew where he was roosted, never could get him to pitch the right direction. Here in Florida? Yes. Where? The secret spot. The good spot. The good spot. The good spot. With Mr. Jim. Oh, man. (laughs) Did you use decoys? Did you hunt it? No, but that's... You don't don't understand. Did you use decoys? You can only chase those birds so far. And how close did you get the mornings that he pitched the wrong way? Um, He's pitching into somebody's backyard. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're you're close to houses. I had his hens. His hens from me to Jordan from me. Okay. But he wouldn't cross the the little uh, patch of water. They all flew over to me. Yeah, they they, they tend to get hung up very easily. But uh, he didn't want to cross the golf course. I pond. literally had oh. all his ladies. <laughs> yeah, it, and it, he just and they stayed with me, and he wandered off. That's usually that's a sign of a very smart bird. Yeah, I guess so. He's smart. He's he didn't get that bait for no reason. But it's uh, like deer, <laughs> he you know I I don't know there if he pitched you know left versus right I'd have had room to chase. Yeah, but he never would pitch to the left. So I, it just happened that way. I mean, I've hunted birds in Georgia. And roosted a bird, gone in the same WMA we were in last weekend. Knew where the bird was roosted, went out the next morning, sat up 150 yards from his roost in a little strut zone area where I knew he was at. I could see where he'd been in there before. Sat down before daylight, hit one soft yelp, and he fired back, and I shut up. Never made another noise. He gobbled, gobbled, got off the roost. He gobbled again on the wrong direction. I I uh, yelped at him. He hammered right back and then started gobbling, coming to me the yeah. whole way. And then I was like, buddy, this is going to be the day that, uh, that I kill it, that I kill a Turkey. Uh, uh thanks. Stuff, but I, I hope so. I hope I do kill a Turkey this year. I'm, I'm glad somebody's got faith in me. You can, I'm telling you, you can go with us. <laughs> but I had this, I had this Turkey coming in, son. He was on a string and I literally turned to AJ. I was like, bro, I think today's going to be the day I finally kill a Turkey. That's what happened. You, you changed. No, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. and then I hear this. You thought, this is what I hear. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh no. It's the neighbor on no. the golf cart. Here he comes down the, down the main road of the WMA. Blah, 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 And he sees my truck parked. 400 yards out by the road. And I just hear. <laughs> That's an old Ford. If anyone doesn't know. And then, uh, yeah. and then he, he yelps from his truck and that, that turkey fired back. And then. <laughs> and he, that turkey just went the other direction. I was like, God dang. Yep. So me and AJ got up, moved around the other side, tried to get around to the other side of the bird, <laughs> but the road was so flooded. We couldn't get through the swamp to get around him. Yeah. And uh, I said, screw it. We'll try and get up something else to gobble over here. Whereas we're walking down a closed road, mind you, I hear hot, coming up behind us. I said, this, mom. So I get off the <laughs> side of the road. He pulls up and he says, he says, y'all hear any birds this morning? 
I said, yeah, we had one coming in on a string, man, coming right to us till some asshole in a beat-up truck scared it off. He goes, dang, that sucks. I was like, yeah, it does. No, it yeah, well it really him. does. Yeah. He knew. He knew. They, they all knew. I, and I don't understand why they drive down closed roads and stuff like that. I just, some hey, people do it. I don't get it. St- hey, man, Stubblood's got it right. It ain't got to be a Jake. It just has to be a bearded turkey, and I'm shooting it. That's all there is to it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> if it's a Jake, I'll take That's right, son. <laughs> Jake and bake, baby. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a legal bird, it's a legal bird. That's right. If it's legal. Some places don't let you shoot Jake's. Most places say bearded tur- turkey. Yeah. I ha- I have read some regulations where you can where you're not allowed to shoot Jake's though. They ha- they ha- I think the I think they have a measurement on the beard. It's gotta be like over three inches or something but like I, that. I do have Lake George for opening weekend of turkey or opening the first turkey hunt there this week or uh, this year, and I've got Jay Stone who is offered to be my guide. And if anybody is slap eight up with the turkey hunting disease, it is that man. Yeah. I so. love turkey hunting. Probably not as much as he does, but I, yeah. I'm i not I'm not the uh, professional, I should say, by no means. I, I can barely call a turkey. It, well, I, he, it worked, but... He's a turkey guide, so... Yeah, he does it. But I have to funny. say, there it's not the first time I've hunted with a turkey guide... <laughs> either <laughs> he said i can't judge three inches very well or i can judge three inches very well i know just how long that is yeah Every- i think it's three it may be closer to inch and a half or so but talking spurs yeah 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 yeah, yeah 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 that's all i measure on a bird I, I check them out before i shoot them i check to see how long their spurs are before i pull the trigger <laughs> <laughs> if they're not three inches i don't mess with them he says it's pretty easy to see the spurs when you're shooting the three to nine 30 out six baby that's yeah. right <laughs> zoom around for 30 out six he's got the 22 mag out there son <laughs> oh man that's honestly the only way i've ever killed a turkey yeah yeah that's at cool. like 150 yards with a 22 magnum yeah i mean which is crazy enough is still legal in florida if you're on yeah. if you're on private land is I was it? on private yeah. land, yeah. Huh, I was about to say, that's it's definitely here's, not legal in Georgia. Here's it, your, yeah, but here, you know what is legal in Georgia? What? Hunting them with a muzzleloader. Did you shoot a turkey with a muzzleloader? Yes. God, It does why? not say, at least it didn't used to say, in their regulations, it didn't say muzzleloading shotgun. It said muzzleloader. It's like one of those blunderbusts. You pour everything in there. Well, I take the old Thompson <laughs> Center out there and lay one down at 100 yards if I got to. You got a Thompson Center? Yeah. Dude, I can't find any for sale. I want I want one of those Thompson centers with the interchangeable. Oh, don't have I don't have one of those. Thompson I want one centers, of those yeah. so bad. I'm gonna do a turkey gun, muzzle loader, and like a six point five Creedmoor. That's the only gun I need. <laughs> it is. It's but literally all. That's not no, true. I, you always need more guns. Yeah, but you know I, what I mean. I bought my my Thompson Center used at a, a gun store for two hundred bucks. It's a dang Thompson Center. Uh, I can't remember the tri- TC Triumph Bone Collector Edition. It's like an eight hundred dollar muzzler. I bought it used for two hundred bucks. Smoking deal. Yeah, CVAs are pretty good from what yeah. I've heard, and they're cheap. They're. I, like- I walked in there and picked that gun up, and I pulled the breech out of it. I looked down the barrel, clean as a whistle, and I turned around to Sarah, she, the owner of the gun store. I said, Sarah, what do you want for this muzzler? Full and well knowing she's not a fan of black powder, she said, two hundred bucks and it's yours. I handed it to her. Said, I'm going to the ATM real quick. I'll be back in five. Yeah. <laughs> you should have had a root a little bit, made it seem like you didn't want it that much. Ah, Two hundred, it's a little steep, and then countered. Listen, one seventy five. The reason I asked her is because I picked it up. 
I picked it up and I, because I knew her very well. I still know her very well. I picked it up and I looked at the tag and it said three fifty. I turned around and I said, "How much do you want for this muzzle litter?" And she told me two hundred bucks. Oh yeah. And I said okay. And then I went to. She knew what I meant. Show. She knew what I meant when I said how much because I used to go there and work behind the counter at lunch. It did it again. This is what yeah. this is what it does. It just shuts no, up. it's the the I hadn't moved the mouse or anything to so the computer screen. It's Jordan's fault. So anyway, back to the turkeys. But yeah, I hope to get a turkey this year. Muzzle loaders for turkeys. That's a little insane. I mean, I I'd, I'd have to look again at the regulations in Georgia, but it used to be legal. Wow. That would be cool. Could have I mean, changed. And it may be limited to private land yeah. as well. That's a lot of regulations are limited to private land only. Yeah. All the weird ones. That's like in, in Florida, you can't hunt with it. You can't just run out on any WMA and hunt with a twenty two rifle for turkeys. Yeah. Not legal. No. Now, the reason I do believe that that rifle clause still stands. So people don't shoot each other. No, on private land. The reason it's still oh. there is because of fall turkey and private land. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can see why they don't do it on public land, but there's everybody's ground yeah, level. It's a, a terrible idea. It's terrible. <laughs> there's people that get shot with, with shotguns during turkey season. That's yeah, a terrible idea. It's like, hey, listen, you don't have to wear orange. Dude, I have... You can go beat around the bushes while everybody's trying to shoot stuff that's beating around the bushes. Yes. Sound good? Yes. Yeah, Dude, it's right. crazy. I don't understand, but like I said, we got... We're going to get on one. Me and Easton put in for some redraws. I've got Ocala. get after yeah. So, and I, I, every year that I go, I've got the turkeys there. I know where they're at. It's just I can't get to them. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what good does that do? But I, I did manage to pull the trigger two years ago on one, and that was my first public land turkey. That was actually my, to be honest, that was the first turkey I've shot other than when I was a child with my father out of the truck window. <laughs> So that was small. I was super Statute small. Statute of limitations. Yeah, I was super so, small. So it was your first legal turkey. It was my first legal turkey. It was it was bad. Like that. Did they ever tell you about the, the about the legal the first legal deer, the old man in Tennessee? Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay, so st- this wall would make stud blood proud, just straight monsters in there, all of them about like that. Oh. All right. And he's got a wall probably twice as long as what you're looking at here in front of you. Uh-huh. Right? And about as high. Stacked from that chair rail to the ceiling, just rows of skull caps. And I was standing there, and the old man, he was in his early 80s. And I said, Mr. Junior, I said, which one of them was your first? He said, he said, I said, you got every deer you ever killed up there? He said, oh, yeah, just about, maybe missing two or three. I said, which one was your first deer? He said, oh come down about the middle of the wall he said, middle of the wall two rows and he said that one right there was my first legal deer <laughs> <laughs> listen everybody's had that moment where they've done something they probably shouldn't have and like I said I was young he's like he's like 30 deer into his wall <laughs> <laughs> he had to hide that one in with all the others so nobody would get suspicious oh but, but uh, yeah no it was it was pretty funny he's a great old man but so I'm hoping 23, 24 is going to be a good year, man. I mean, it's it's we're set up with that new tent thing that allows us to get out there and sleep and stay. We're building steady into that cooking box to where we have a comfortable midday sit down, make a meal thing uh, with your Blackstone, and then I've got the little cook stove uh, making coffee, and you're running two other stove eyes and continually building onto that. And 
continue going forward with all that stuff and create just a public land traveling machine. This was uh, the first year that I've actually done the whole thing where y'all actually set up after the hunt and just would hang out during the middle of the day. How do you prefer it? I would I prefer it that way because if I go home or I go somewhere, I don't really feel like coming back. Like yeah, you, you lose get, the motivation. The motivation is gone. You're like, yeah. This chair is really comfortable. Yeah, sitting there at Dairy Queen or something, you know, eating a big old burger. You're like, man, I just I can't I can't go back to the woods. I've got to go to the bathroom. I got to sit on the couch. There's a good episode coming on TV that I really want to watch. You know, and you start thinking about all the reasons why you don't want to go back to the woods. But with us out there, we had a great time. We just hung out. Talked, cooked. I mean, I got to learn about jet boils and those little things. I bought me a jet boil. There you go. I've already cooked ramen in it in my house. I was like, I got to try it out. Fastest thing of ramen you ever made, wasn't it? Yeah, I think boiled water like that. It was yeah. magic. So, but uh, I don't know, man. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good year. It should be. I hope so. I hope so. That's 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 hunting in general. You hope so. It's called hunting, not killing. Duck season's not out. You gonna get out and duck hunt with Jordan this weekend? I'm going Sunday. It's it's my first well, not my first. I've been two other times, but it's the first one that I've been super excited about. Don't expect much. Hey, listen, if you've seen how I've been duck hunting before, I've not looked at all when I said that. Hey, uh make sure he brings a paddle. Oh yeah, it's in the back of the truck. I've seen it. It's still back there. Yeah, you know uh, why that paddle's back there? From, that's from y'all's canoe trip, right? That, no, that's from when we went up to Georgia last weekend. But yeah, you know why right. it's in the back of his truck? What was his Because we had to have AJ buy it at Dick's Sporting Goods in Georgia because we got halfway through a cowl and I said, you bring a paddle? He said, oh, shit. Listen, that is not at all why it's in the back of my truck, though. Because <laughs> he hasn't taken it out of his truck. It's like it's the okay. decoys and everything else. That's why it's in the back of my truck. Paddles are super good to have in boats, just in case. Yeah, yeah. especially when you're in, like, I don't know, a canoe. Well, yeah, that helps. And, you know, like... My situation with me and my buddy, we got <laughs> trapped on a river downstream trying to go upstream with a 35-pound thrust trolling motor, and that current was ripping. That was right after the hurricane. Yeah, that didn't work. We weren't making it. Luckily, the motor would crank up and shut off enough where we got back a majority of the way. So you caught us right at the end where it kind of just yeah. gave out and wouldn't crank back up. We'd made it probably a mile and a half upriver from the time we contacted you to come get us it was it was not fun i was i was stressing it was a sunday didn't want to i had to go to work the next day it was getting dark the only way to make it was to walk through the woods through the swamp to a road and then walk like 12 miles back to the truck i was not feeling it (laughs) He, he, he had still somehow managed to call like the one person that Probably never answers the phone. Oh just I, managed to answer. It's the, the phone only that person night. that I know that owns a boat at the time. I called him. He never answers the phone. It's his weak spot. Never answers the phone. He answered the phone. He was like, "Hey, what do you need?" And I'm like, "What do you, you need?" Yes. <laughs> what do I need? I need you to come pick me up. And he was like, "I can't." I'm like, "That's not good." <laughs> He's like, "I'll find somebody to come get you." I'm like, "Okay, that that helps a lot." And the relationship was born. Yeah, and then, you know, Jordan, I'd messaged him on Facebook, you know, on Under Pressure Outdoors. He's actually the one that told me to get on Under Pressure Outdoors. Yeah. Because I put out a thing. I on, remember. Yeah, I put out a thing on Facebook. Yeah. That was, that was, I got a lot of interesting 
comments for that. I had people that would comment on it and would tell me like what I was doing wrong. And I'm like, bro, I just want a person to hunt with. I'm not trying to figure out what I'm doing wrong. I know how to hunt. I just don't like hunting alone. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say you had a bunch of like really creepy people? There, was, there was a couple cre- creepy creepy people that would hit me up and would be like, hey, you should, uh, like, we were, I was messaging them on Facebook and they were like, you should totally call me. I don't like to talk on Facebook Messenger. And I'm like, first of all, I've looked at your profile picture. You don't look like somebody I want to have my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was bizarre. I had, I had a couple people hit hit me up. You know, I had, I I met a really nice guy on there. He he went scouting with me and my other my other buddy, and we had a great time. We never got to hunt this year. Um, he went to North Dakota or something for mule deer, but it was interesting. He he was a nice guy, but and then I had a lot of people that would hit me up and like oh, we should hunt together. And then their friend would comment on their comment and say, you're not taking them to all of our good spots. And I was like, I'm not trying to go to your good spots. I've got my own spots. I'm just trying to have people to go with. Right. I'm not trying to ruin your friend group. (laughs) By no means. (laughs) It's what it is. So, and then, you know, Jordan told me to go under pressure outdoors and I did. And me and him chatted and I chatted with you because we had the common muzzleloader, or not muzzleloader, the... Uh, this is a rifle hunt. Rifle hunt. Yeah. So, we got to do that. That was fun. Yeah. Good time. It's good. And then Easton gave us all his good spots. I did. Gave him all the pens and everything. And then they're just, thank God they put me on the podcast. Now I know I'm kind of friends with them now. So. <laughs> <laughs> if they we'll, take, my- <laughs> well, I mean, we'll take this by anybody at this point. Yeah. I take <laughs> <laughs> Won't be long. I'll have big names on here. I'll just be a figment yeah. of your imagination. <laughs> the professionals are in Ocala. That's son. right. I'll never forget that. That was a great time. Pulled up to the boat ramp. Guy was like, I had to call my dad. Told him professionals were here. <laughs> I was like, yes, we are. This is right after I got my truck wrapped. Yeah, he asked me, where are y'all hunting at? And I was just like, on the oh, river. On the river. Over in here. A, up in the tree somewhere, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. He was like, he did. Oh, okay. He literally, as he walked up, he's like, where are y'all hunting at? And Ethan's like... Without skipping a beat. Yeah, it was on instant. The river. On the river. He's like, oh, yeah. As we're like putting <laughs> in the boat ramp on the river. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to walk in 20 miles off the river and then hunt back there in this little area. Where we could have driven to. Yeah, we could. Yeah. We just decided to bring the boat. What we I figured we're going to do, we're going to put in here. We're going to walk in, cross 19, hunt on the other side. Yeah. There's a non-hunting area over here somewhere. We're trying to find it. That's where the deer are at. <laughs> oh, oh The breeding grounds. But That's after, right. after Easton's like on the river, he proceeded to give us spots. All of his spots. Because we were professionals, and I know that's why yeah. he just wanted to feel and I like think he gave me and us Easterners something. standing there like dumbfounded, like, "Wait a minute, are these BS spots? All the spots he was giving us, I was like, at the, okay, you know, that's kind of where we're going." He, he didn't tell us that he thought we were professionals till after, till after the hunt. So he's like dropping, like name dropping spots, and we're like, we're looking at each other, like, is he, is he, is he like bullshitting us to try to get us away from his spots? Or is he like giving us real spots? Well, if he was, he was giving giving us all of the spots that I was already going to go to start with. So they <laughs> yeah. were probably bad spots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was fun though. We he pulled up on us after we got done hunting. I don't know how we got done hunting at the same time. That we was, did. That yeah. was a stroke of luck. 
He come putting down the river right after we got to the boat. Dude, we hadn't been at the boat for a minute and a half. And here he comes. Put, 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 put. He passes us. He whips that boat around real fast. Pulls up in there. And he says to the line, he was like, oh, I had to call my dad. I got the professionals out here in Ocala. He's like, they got a video camera out yeah. and everything. We were videoing at the ramp. Made us look all professional and stuff. It was great. <laughs> that guy was super happy about it. Poor fella yeah. can't even watch it on YouTube. I know, right? I know. It's going next year, 2023. Yeah, there's your goal for 23-24. We're going to film it. <clears throat> I'll film. I don't mind. I like putting people on deer like I did you, and you didn't do anything with <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll never live it down. I'm sorry. I told Jordan about it. I next was like, time, I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. I smelled him on the way out. I knew he passed. <laughs> I knew where he was at. I talked to him, called him on the phone. I was like, hey, did you pass through here yet? He was like, nah. I ran past him, peed on his tree. <laughs> He's like, you know that tree that you told him to sit in? I walked right yeah, past it. Yeah, walked right past it. He was sleeping. Yeah. He wasn't even He wasn't even in it was the best part. I put my girlfriend's brother there several times in like where I sat during bow season. In that Is that tree. whose boat you were stuck in? No, no, no. No. No, no. That was no. one of my buddies that I used to work with. Oh, okay. And we became good friends since then. But my girlfriend's brother, I put him in, in the tree. Right where you smelled the deer cross, there's a tree right there. So you didn't put me in a tree. You just said over there somewhere. Well, you, I wanted you to be able to look yeah, through he, you both know, directions. He, he thinks like you're a seasoned hunter. I'm putting you on a corner. He's like, you're going to sit where you can see both directions of the corner. And I, you were hunting with a rifle. I could, except for that one spot where that deer crossed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you could you see been like a little 150 lower yards down one side and five yards or down higher. the other. If you'd have been in a saddle, you'd have been able to see it. Yeah, probably, maybe. <laughs> no, but I put him right there, and every time I take him hunting, never fails. I, I sneak up on him every time just to see how close I can get. Only during bow season, obviously, because I don't want to get shot. But I'll sneak up on him while he's in the stand. Because I won't text him. and te- I'll tell him, we're getting down at this time. And then I'll get down. I'll get all my stuff packed up. And I'll start walking to him, and I'll start sneaking once I get to about 50 yards. And I see him dangling his feet out of the tree like a kid in a swing set. <laughs> and I'll walk right up underneath, and I'll be like, you ready to go yet? He's like, oh, my God, you scared me. I'm like, no wonder you ain't seen nothing. You ain't looking. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll tell you, before we, because we go ahead and give some closing thoughts here in a minute. But before we do that, I'll tell you a funny story about sneaking up on a guy. Uh, when I was hunting that piece of private property in, in Tennessee, <clears throat> it was, you know, the house sat on a hill by the road, then it went down into a valley, up another hill, down into a valley, and the last hill goes up into the public land. Mm-hmm. Well, you come down, and the first valley is a big open field, a run of trees down a creek bottom, and then there's a, a long strip open. We planted like a, a, a food plot's probably at its widest 60 yards, 300 yards long, just a strip right down there inside the trees. He was hunting on that food plot. I went over the hill back down to the next bottom and I was off towards the edge of the property and I had missed a buck three times, missed an 11.3 times. Like shooting him or shooting at him with a bow. Oh, okay. In the same hunt. Okay. Ran out of broadheads. Yeah. No wonder you sold your bow. That's exactly why I sold that bow after that. (laughs) Anyway, I was pissed off. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm getting down. So I got down and uh, I was like, man, it's like 30 minutes till perfect time. 
he's complaining because he ain't seen nothing. Nothing's moved over near him, nothing. So I got down, and instead of walking the road back, which would have brought me out at the far end of the food plot, I got down, I walked straight up that steep-ass hill behind me and then came down the hill to his left about 200 yards. And I start like just walking through the leaves up step, 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 stop. Just step, like that squirrel. Step, stop. Yeah. So I do that for about five minutes. I text him. I was like, you see anything? Yeah. He's like, no, but I got one coming up on my left. I was like, yeah. Yeah, you do. Uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> I kept that up for a solid 15 minutes. Just wandering around that hillside over there at, at about zigzags. 80 yards. And then, and then I kept turning my back to him, pulling my phone. I'm like, you see it? Yeah. No, she's getting closer. She's coming towards, coming towards me, coming towards me. I'm pretty sure it's a big one. I was like, yeah, it's a big one. All right. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> finally, finally I let it get like right at dark, right? Just last minute, oh, 30 minutes. Man. And I stepped out in the food pot and flipped my light on. And he goes, F you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm sure. See now, if somebody would have done that to me, the best way to get me is when I get down. When I get down another tree in the dark, it's something about the dark and me. Don't get me wrong. I, I you used, scared of it? When I was a little kid, I was scared of the dark. I'm not necessarily scared of the dark Just now. Just uncomfortable. But I'm, I'm more cautious. Oh, this man was terrified of coyotes. Well, I'm not terrified of coyotes. I know they're not going to eat me because, you know, like, I'm a very large guy. I'm talking like I had the idea of going in and putting bright eyes all around his deer stand and leaving a fox pro out there and letting him get up to it in the dark and hitting that coyote yelp. So when he flipped his light on, it's just eyes all over the woods. You're a terrible, back. man. That is a terrible. See, that's when you put out a Facebook post and asking for people to hunt with, that's what you get. Yeah, <laughs> that's, what, that's what happens after you've been hunting with me for a couple of years and we start screwing with each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, dude, did I send you that? Uh, that I sent the video in our group chat of that me calling on that Cody for Hunter. Yeah, yeah. I assume that's what he's going back for this weekend. Yeah, it's why he wants your Fox Pro. Yeah, he, he got one from it? his dad. Did he? Yeah, my buddy's up in Georgia. He's been doing that a lot lately. He's going with us to Tennessee. He just bought a thermal scope. We should do some of that this summer. That'd be fun. Coyote hunting. I'm about yeah, it. Man, it doesn't even, that'd be good for video. He's been asking me to go, so if y'all want to go to Georgia and try it, well, let's more than happy to take you. We'll yeah. do hog hunting, too, because my uncle's got farm up oh, there. Oh, we got a spot to kill some hogs. So, yeah. I mean, this is thermal and night vision and stuff, so yeah. I don't know. We're going to whack some with a bow, and we're definitely going to go do some thermal. Yeah. I'm about it. If William doesn't go, I'll go. Yeah. I mean, both of you can go. But. And I don't know if you have to have a license to shoot hogs at night in Georgia. Because they're nuisance animals. I feel like that's something I I'm don't have think to you ask do you. in the state of Georgia. In the, in the state of Florida, you have to have a hog license. It's it's drawn a fine line. It's just a small game license, hunting license. Yeah. Same with Georgia. I don't know. No. I don't, know I don't think you do. Regardless, if you do, it's like thirty bucks. Yeah. If even ten dollars yeah. a day after that. That's what we just bought for the for the yeah go waterfowl hunt. Anyway, you got any closing thoughts? I, I was telling Jordan earlier, my closing thought today would be to don't be scared to talk to people in the woods. If you drive up on somebody and they're going hunting, stop. Say hey. Be like, hey, how's how's y'all doing? How's it going out there? Chances are there's some people that are going to be rude and not want to talk to you. Which oh, is, man. We talked to some guys in Georgia that were I was just fixing running. To say. They were hunting hogs out of kayaks yeah. with muzzleloaders uh, in 22 Magnums. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, were they nice? 
Oh yeah, they were great. Yeah, great. you meet nice people. Where they come from? Guy. North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina or South Carolina. North Carolina. North, North Carolina. One. Yeah. 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 And uh, we did like we had our canoe, and then we learned we put AJ in the canoe, and there was three of us in a ten foot canoe, and we learned after we had been waterborne that AJ had never been in a canoe in his life. So the canoe's like, you know, when it starts to tip one way, AJ's like, <laughs> like trying to weigh correct himself. And I'm like, this is dangerous. That's me. So we get out and the guys even, uh, offered us a kayak. Oh yeah. Offered us a kayak. Wow. Yeah. That's like, you can take the kayak. I was like, no, no, we're not, not going to take your kayak. Yeah. I appreciate it. But nah. some people are really nice. Now, granted, you're always going to meet somebody that's not necessarily nice. Right. But chances are, it's a good way to make friends, especially right. in this community. Yeah. And then there's some people that they're scared to talk to people. They'll well, just drive good, right past It's a good way yeah. to stay safe. And, it, and I always try to start the conversation with, hey, I want to make sure that I stay out of your way. What direction are you going in? Especially yeah. if you pull up to like a parking lot where people right. are parked. Be like, hey, just out of curiosity, how far are you going in so I don't mess your hunting up and you don't mess my hunting up? You know, you were here first. You you get first dibs. You go. We and tried I'll that with some it. dang duck hunters in a hole that we went to. Well, they they went where they said they were. Yeah, they but the AJ asked them if they were going to go in that hole. He was he's like, hey, are you going to hunt this hole right here? That's an easy misconception. Yeah, they ended yeah. up hunting right behind us. They wandered deep through that. That man, they did a whole lot of walking. I they was, literally could have walked like right. We should have just like, should should <clears throat> drag them over and had them hunt with us. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of on us. I, I said that afterwards that hey, we should have just asked them to. Hey, we're y'all hunting. We're gonna hunt here. Do you guys just want to hunt together? Yeah, like a big hunting party. Yeah, it's safer, mm-hmm. and it's fun. It's a lot easier to do that when you're waterfowl hunting than like whitetail, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be. It's if both people are trying to hunt, you don't want to. You know, you face this way, I'll face that yeah. way, whichever way the deer comes out. Not that it mattered that ring neck dang near knock AJ out trying to get down in there and we're walking out of there. So I know. <laughs> he knocked that ring neck out cold. Yeah. I heard yeah. he shot it twice. He no. shot it once, ripped his dome piece off. Yeah. Oh, I thought he shot it twice. I, just I thought once. he put it maybe that was maybe that was something else. Well what's your closing thoughts? I don't really have one. What? No. Nothing. No. What about you? Put your time in. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of a tip of the week, but I got your closing. I, I got your closing thought for me is man, um, I thought coming into the season that I was gonna put time in, and we did, you know, in and out the season halfway through, Ooh, or like three, three quarters. quarters. We had three quarters of the way through. We put time in, um, and I thought even before I was like, man, I'm gonna put time in, and then I don't know. I guess I just procrastinated and didn't. Time gets away from you. Yeah, so. For sure. No procrastination this year. It happens. It's going in. I'll give you a closing thought. Leave us a review. Yeah. I tried to leave us a review on there. It wouldn't let me. Yeah. It wouldn't let me. I'll show you. We'll, we'll, we'll give it a shot we'll, after we'll the look podcast. At it, but it won't pull up the keyboard for me to type anything. Yeah. yeah. The keyboard is like super zoomed in. Hmm. And it won't let me like turn the phone or anything. I can't do anything. We'll give it a shout out. I gave it a five star though. Hey, that's that's something. I was but like, it's better. Than we appreciate it if you guys would get on if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, especially get on and write yeah. us a five like write a five star review. But uh, until that, we'll catch you guys next week. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Easton, thank you for joining us. No problem. It's yeah. about time you got in here. I'm trying. 
all Jesus, the time. Yeah. 